What these young bloods have to understand that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. Just attack the basket. Welcome to Buckets, brought to you by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. My name's Matt Moore. I'm the senior NBA writer for the Action Network. I'm joined by Jay Money. You can find him on Twitter and on YouTube. Jay Money is money. This is your Wednesday Best Bets episode in the National Basketball Association for December 27th. We'll give you the plays. We'll give you the breakdowns. We'll give you the best bets for tonight's games. Uh, after we had a we had a terrific, terrific uh, Christmas Monday. We did really well. Uh, Jay... From my what I gathered on your timeline, seems like you did really well as as well. You gave out Knicks as your best bet on the pod that you were unable to make with us, uh, and that one hit. I know you did pretty well on that night. Yes. Yeah, I had the Knicks. Uh, I was pretty heavy on the Knicks today. Had them first half full game on the money line, so uh, it was a pro, it was a real good day. Hopefully to uh, keep it going here today. Yeah, I did real well on that day, and then and then today came. <laughs> I went one and two because uh, I missed on the Rockets. Which uh, guess what? Going back to the well, but we'll get to that in a second. Everything we talk about, catch it in the award-winning Action Network app. You want to track it? You want to track your picks? You want to follow all the the great picks from others? Guess what? Football's wrapping up here in about a month, which means Brandon Anderson will be back here on buckets, and he'll start making NBA plays. You're going to want to track Brandon Anderson in the Action Network app. You're going to want to track Joe Delera, whose prop plays swept the board on Tuesday night. You can do all that in the Action Network app. Also, make sure to check out our YouTube page. Go to YouTube.com/slash The Action Network, and you can catch all of our great stuff. Lots of stuff in there. You're going to find something that you want to watch and have on the background while you're doing whatever. So make sure to check out youtube.com slash the action network programming note. Uh, no futures kind of look from me this week. Uh, I am heading to Disney World with the kiddos. So I'm going to be gone on Friday's episode with Sean. He'll have a guest for you. I'll be gone on the Sunday night show. We're not going to do one for New Year's Day. So no show on on New Year's. And then regular programming on Monday night into Tuesday for best bets. I'll be back on Tuesday night into Wednesday. So a little bit of programming note there. Let's get to it. Jay, what's your best bet for the Wednesday slate? I'll take the Cleveland Cavaliers plus four. All right, bold choice. Uh, this line has moved. This one opened at, at uh, Mavericks minus seven and a half. Then Luka Doncic popped up questionable on this one and it moved down to four that's obviously a halfway mark on it we'll talk about that in a second uh, i have two plays on wednesday i'm going with the houston rockets plus one and a half versus the faltering foiling frustrated phoenix suns and i've got okc minus two and a half at home versus the new york knicks let's talk about yours first here jay so yeah luca pops up as questionable i'm going to imagine that this is probably a halfway line. I don't know what the exact number would be on Luca to the spread. 
Um, I, I think it's, it's going to be high and it's going to be higher than the three and a half movement that we caught on this. Like that's, what's actually kind of nuts about this is this line moves three and a half points on Luca being questionable. And I legitimately think that this is a halfway point. I think this is a halfway move on him. Um, I have the spread value on Luka Doncic at 5.5 points, which is right about in line with this. Right. So like it moves three and a half. It probably goes, I guess if Luca is, is announced out, out, I would guess that this moves to Mavericks minus one, maybe. It's also probably dependent on the Donovan Mitchell availability as well. Tell me why you like the spot. Give me the contingencies for Mitchell and Luca. Yeah, I like the uh, I like the Cavs in this spot. For, first off, I think this could possibly be a letdown spot for the Mavs here. Um, I mean, I can't say if Mitchell plays and Luca plays, they cancel each other out. If neither one of them are in, it cancel each other out as well. But the Cavs have been playing some good basketball uh, lately, in my opinion. They're four and one straight up and four and one against the spread. Three of those games were without Donovan Mitchell as well. Um, and I feel like the Mavs. I, I think that they're a little bit of a smoke and mirrors type of team. Now, Luca, he's an MVP candidate, but the rest of the team, um, I feel like. Is, is a little bit um, like up and down in my opinion. But if you look at the spot, you, let's take the names off the jerseys and look at the spot that these teams are in. The Mavs are on the first leg of a back-to-back. So they were in Phoenix on Christmas. Now they come home for a home game and then they have to fly out to Minnesota, the number one team in the West the next night. So you get possibly a little bit of a look-ahead factor with the Mavs facing an Eastern, Eastern Conference opponent tonight and have a huge revenge spot versus a Western Conference opponent the next night. And also you go and look at it, the Mavs have had five back-to-backs so far this season. They're they're 0-5 against the spread in the first leg of a back-to-back. So I'm thinking it's going to be 0-6 here. That's probably why we see Luka pop up as questionable here. Something tells me that they care a little bit more about the big game versus the Wolves more than this game versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. So I'll take the Cavs plus the four to continue their good play on the road here. Mavericks are 7-3 and three straight up as a home favorite, but just 5-5 five and five against the spread. Cavaliers, meanwhile, on the road this season, 5-3. and three. ATS as a road dog. It's an interesting matchup just from the perspective of the two bigs kind of going against, well, I guess no, no, not two bigs because Mobley's still out. Um, I will say the Cavaliers are getting really good contributions from a lot of shooters. I would probably lean in this game a little bit towards the over based off of the fact that the Cavs are, are playing such a perimeter oriented game with Mobley and Garland out. They're not really able to get rim pressure. It's Struess and Merrill and these guys kind of attack, kind of attacking from the perimeter. So I kind of like the over a little bit in this spot, but I'll obviously wait to see who plays and who doesn't. Um, I will kind of say that I do show a pretty big edge on the over here. If Luca plays, I will bet the over on this game. Um, if Luca does not play, then it's a stay away from me. And I'm not going to look Cavs. I, I think, I think it's Cavs or nothing. I think you're right at this. Like if Luca plays and it goes back to seven and a half, I take that back. If Luca plays and it goes back to seven and a half, I will play Cavs with you. But that's the only scenario in which I will. Like, I want the seven and a half. I don't want this um, short, and I definitely don't want this in a letdown spot. What I don't want is Donovan Mitchell plays Cavaliers on the road versus Mavs, no Luca. That has all sorts of makings of shenanigans. Shenanigans! 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 I will say the cat, the Mavericks, when Luca and Derek Lively play, are fucking dynamite they are awesome both straight up and against the spread they have been really good in that spot as a matter of fact when Luka Doncic and Derek Lively both play this season they are 17 and 6 straight up and 15 and 8 against the spread 
that includes them going, however, five and five at home. So most of the work when they've done it has been road dogs, right? The Mavericks overperform when they have lively. This is the spot when you do want to fade Dallas. I am with you that if I, I need Luca to play because I need the seven and a half. Like, I know this doesn't make sense where it's like, well, if you like it with Luca at seven and a half, why wouldn't you like it now at four and a half? You're still getting, you know, four and a half more than one possession as a dog when Luca may not play. And the answer to that is I don't like betting into these spots where a major player is missing. It fucks with too much. Like the motivation factor goes way up and down. Mavericks go into let's win this one for without Luca. The cat, the Cavs have a letdown spot of like, Oh, I thought we were playing Luca tonight. Oh, well, Oh, now they're playing entirely differently. Cause they don't have any of their initiators. It's, just a there it becomes too weird of a game that we don't have any sort of sample on and that's why i want to avoid it but if luca plays i'm with you on Cavs. Cavs uh plus seven and a half yeah i like it yeah i, I don't i don't really care if he plays and i i think it's bigger uh, on donovan mitchell if i mean i'd I like luca to play here because i think the Cavs yeah. have the defensive stoppers to kind of mess with their flow and something tells me that lively doesn't have a great of a game we can't forget that he's still a rookie i think jared allen owns him in this particular matchup I'll take Houston plus one and a half. This isn't just fading Phoenix. Um, Houston loses versus the Indiana Pacers. That was a tough one. I did. I was on the Rockets in that one as well. But Houston has been really good this season when they have been on a back to back. And so this to me is like a pretty good spot for to go ahead and take them. Uh, they're two and two, one and one against the spread. That's not a huge sample and not like it's dynamite, but I like this spot a lot of, I, I just can't get to where this number is. Like this number is absolutely baffling to me. The Rockets are a point and a half favorite, a dog here at home. Why? Like what has Phoenix? You cannot be so tied to a preseason power rating that you were just like, nope, don't care. The Suns have KD and Booker, and they're a Western Conference contender. So, yeah, like, that team is garbage right now. And that team hasn't done anything. That team hasn't proven shit. They haven't proven anything. This isn't an argument against the Suns winning the game. They can win the game. I can be wrong. What it is, though, is it's argument against the line. The Rockets should be favored in this matchup. The Rockets are above 500. The Suns are not. The Rockets at home. The Suns are away. The Suns are without Bradley Beal. The Rockets, we'll see, I'm assuming, clean bill, but we'll see if, you know, if anybody sits on the back-to-back. But it's a home game at, on the back-to-back as well, and that's been a better spot for teams this season. Um, this season, when at home, uh, teams have performed way better than they have on the road on the second, second end of a back-to-back night. So, in general, I am going to go ahead and, and say that this line is wrong, and I'll take the Rockets plus one and a half. Do you have a lean, any side on this? That's a tough game for me. Obviously, the Suns are better than what they've been playing. Of they, they've been playing, but um, they just don't really have much confidence right now. They are frustrated. They're kind of down on themselves. So it's probably one of those teams that I'll have to wait until they string a few wins. When they do get on a winning streak, I think it's going to be hard to beat them. But right now, I'm kind of off of them. I still lean Suns here. I think you need to see what's up with Dylan Brooks. Full squad for the Rockets. I mean, they don't have to travel anywhere. They definitely play more defense. But we know that the Suns, once their offense gets cooking, it's going to be hard to stop them. So I think Dylan Brooks, he went out the game uh, in the third quarter versus the Indiana Pacers um, in the first leg of the back-to-back. So I think it's, it'll be really important to see if Brooks plays in this game. If he doesn't, that's really bad for the Rockets. If it's, uh, if he does, um, then that's good for them to bounce back off of their home losses. This team has been a really good home team. Um, and like I said, I don't, I'm not sure what to say about the Suns right now. Uh, I'll say OKC minus two and a half. This is mostly just uh, the uh, the Thunder have been terrific this season. 
against the spread on the second night of a back-to-back. The Thunder are 2-0. and Like, it's not spectacular. It's two games. But they are undefeated this season on the second end of a back-to-back. I admit the spot's not great with them coming off of what is one of their best wins of the season at home versus the Wolves, right? So, like, a little bit of a letdown spot here. But the Knicks are at the end of a of a... Uh, of, a, of a stretch here where they've been trying to figure out their way without Mitchell Robinson just came off that big win that they went West and then came back East for the Christmas day game. And now they're back in OKC. That's a weird travel spot. Um, mm-hmm. I don't like the matchup in particular. If you don't have a big that can dominate inside because Chet Holmgren is an insane shot blocker, but is also not as big. If you don't have that, you're going to struggle. Now Julius Randall may have himself a night, like, but I also think Chet's probably going to block him a shit ton of times. But more than anything, this is just a model play. I make this 5.8. I I have Thunder minus 5.8 with deducting points for the back-to-back. So I can't get to anywhere else. Um, I also will say this. For a back-to-back spot, OKC is the exact type of team where they pride themselves so much on being professional, prepared, and are so well-coached that, to me, this feels like a really good spot to go ahead and take them as a short favorite versus a good, not great team at home with the market adjusting for the back-to-back. Yeah, I could see this game going either way, to be honest with you. Um, obviously, the Thunder have been balling. This is a young and hungry team. Um, I don't I don't really – there's not many spots that I like to bet against the Thunder, I'll tell you that. Um, and a lot of them, it's like when they're on the road, they have a really good home crowd. I mean, that place is basically packed um, every single night over there. SGA, it seems like he gets 32, 33, 34 points in his sleep, like every single night. It's just – it's really hard to stop them. The Knicks are coming off a huge win. Um, I can say that I do think the Thunder are starting to get a little too rich, like in the power ring, like some of these teams that they're laying points against that's why i faded them versus the lakers and uh i mean i know that they won tonight versus the wolves but there's not too many times i think some of these uh, games where they're laying points um i think that it should be a little bit closer than that in my opinion so you're starting i guess what i'm saying is you're starting to play you're starting to pay a premium with the oklahoma city thunder that doesn't mean that they can't cover the spread but i like to pick and choose the spots where i'm fading the market uh fading the look the love of the market for the oklahoma city thunder so this isn't a spot the knicks are coming off a huge win that was the first time beating the Bucks, and seems like forever but um they can match up well with the thunder this is a game that i type that i usually watch and learn from um, i do think it's a coin flip type of game the market's definitely starting to adjust i think there will probably be a point where they become overrated but right now like especially my numbers are still got them as a 60 plus win team but they're not going to be a 60 plus win team but that's how good they've played that's how well they've played they've been that good so i can't really get to a spot where i think that they're overrated now as soon as they get there i'll be on the other side buckets is presented by BetMGM. use bonus code action when signing up to get up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if your first bet loses for new users in arizona colorado illinois indiana iowa Kentucky, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Um, one more before we get out of here. This one to kind of talk about is Raptors Wizards. This one opened 240. It's down to 238 and a half, the total for this game. And I, I lean both towards the Wizards on the spread where... Uh, there's, they are, uh, six point dogs in this one. And I've got this three. I don't, the Raptors are not good on the road. The wizards being on the back to back is not like a spot that I really want to bet into for a side, but I will say that for, if you were going to look at this game to bet this Raptors are are on three plus days of rest. They've been off since Saturday. I get it. Mm -hmm. 
I still don't think that the Raptors should be laying this many points on the road. Like, I just don't think that that they're good enough to lay this many points on the road. I don't care who it's against. I don't care that it's against the Wizards. Um, And really, a lot of the numbers underneath the hood on the Wizards are like, you know what? They're not that bad. They're not winning games, but they're not like the Pistons. They're not one of these truly awful. They're not the Spurs. They're not truly awful. They're just bad. Um, I think that's too many points, but the back-to-back that this is one where I don't want to have my money on the wizards on a back-to-back. I will check the injury report. If everyone plays, I'm probably going to play the over here. Cause I show a huge edge on this game. It's now two thirty-eight and a half in the market as we're recording this. I've got a two forty-six and a half, So I was good at two forty. Uh, I don't like playing against the steam there. That's not something that makes me feel particularly good, but my numbers when I've got more than this much of an advantage on the spread on the total, rather those numbers have performed well for me this season. I will probably have a small play on the over provide the injury report looks clean, but in general, the Raptors should not be laying this many points on the road, Jay. Yeah, no, that's a fact, man. This is a tough game. I, I can't lie. Initially, I was looking towards maybe back in the Raptors before I thought about it. Like, I mean, I can't be laying this amount of points with this team on the on the road. This is a, a good spot for the Raptors, in my opinion. The spread is high. Sometimes it could be high for a reason, though, because I believe it was like it. I believe it opened up at like five and a half or six, and it's since getting pushed up to like you're you're going to start to see sevens popping up. Now we know what the Wizards usually do on a back to back. They'll rest Del, uh, Danilo Gallinari and Alon Wright just came back as well. Their point guard off the bench. They're probably going to arrest him as well with a back-to-back. Um, I just feel like with some of these tanking teams, I've tried to step out there with teams like the Spurs, the Pistons, the Wizards, the Hornets. I've tried to step out there with time with uh, these teams tight at times this year, and it's just it's really hard to make money with these bottom feeders. They don't want to win. I mean, this team is five and twenty-three on the season. They have no incentive to even start reigning here. If anything, they have incentive to rest guys um, and lose as many games as they can. So it's not too many games where I'm going to be looking towards the Wizards' way. They have been playing a lot better lately like they'll lose the game but they'll keep it close they're two and eight straight up last 10 games but they're five four and one um against the spread so they've been playing teams close they even could have could have covered versus the magic they end up losing the game by eight on a seven seven and a half number but i was watching that game they actually played some good basketball but i also saw kuzma take a fall or do something with his ankle he ended up staying in the game staying in the game but in this type of game i wouldn't be surprised if they did uh try to rest a guy or two so slight lean for the raptors but you're right they're not a great team. They're not a great half-court offense. Um, they're not a great team on the road. It's especially to be laying uh, them near three positions. It's really hard for me to get there. So if I had to play it, it'd be Raptors or nothing. But I'm not – there's another team that I'm not in a rush to back uh, whatsoever. Uh, Wizards are this season as a home dog, two and seven straight up, three and six against the spread. So this just isn't the spot to bet them. Like, I think this line's wrong, but that doesn't mean that I have to bet it, right? Like, I think that that's really important when we talk about these type of things is you can get, I used to do this a lot where I would be like, this line's wrong, so I have to bet it. You don't have to bet it every time that the market is off. That doesn't mean that the market knows something. Maybe it does. Maybe there's some sort of information that that is not out there that is being reflected in how the market has bet this game, especially with it going up, right? Maybe they know that there's going to be, you know, the the Raptors are going to be extra motivated or whatever it is. That it, to me, it's just more an indicator of this line's wrong, but I still don't like the spot. You have to like the spot that you're betting into, even if you think that that number is wrong. I think that's like an important thing to kind of consider um, whenever we're talking about these type of things. Uh, all right, let's gotta wrap it up. So Jay's best bet is gonna be Cavaliers, no matter what that spread sells at. You would advise, I assume, going ahead and waiting to see what's happening with Luca. Either way, like yeah, I guess I'm- here's I guess here's here's my question. 
if it's if Luca plays and it goes to seven and a half, you absolutely like it. If Luca does not play and this goes to one and a half, do you still like Cavs? Well, I'd like to have Donovan Mitchell in there. That's my biggest. That's what I'm trying to see. He's been out for like six or seven days. He's been out for three games. That's the bigger thing for me. Uh, I'm not really Luca's an MVP candidate, but I can't say that's. I'm not really worried about that. I think this is a spot uh, play to bet against the Mavs. I just simply think that they're looking ahead to the uh, Timberwolves game um, on the first on the uh, second leg of the back to back back to back. So I think there's something, some real strength there with these guys zero uh, and five against the spread on first leg of back to backs. Um, I, I actually think that Luca possibly sits here and if Luca sits I want no part of the map so what I'm hoping for is Donovan Mitchell in and Luca out that's what I'd like but um I'm not really worried about Luca here it's all about Donovan Mitchell I like the way that the Cavs have been playing uh they've actually like it's crazy ever since uh Darius Garland and uh and Mobley have went well like Mobley was announced out for six to eight weeks um this team has been balling man like I said four and one straight up and against the spread so I think the Cavs keep it going in this particular spot I'll take the Cavs plus the four here if Mitchell plays and Luka doesn't, and this moves to Cavs minus one. I don't think it will, but let's say it did move to Cavs minus one. You'd still feel okay on it? You still good on it? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to prep people for like, if they want to wait, because I, I do think that we can give people the scenarios and just basically be, you know, I do this a lot where it's like, mm -hmm. look, if then, because I just said it, if Luka plays, I'm with you on Cavs. I don't want it if Luka doesn't play. Um, But I think it's important, like, do you want, do you only want Cavs if they're a dog or you're just like straight up, I do not care. Whatever number you want to get it on, it is fine. Yeah, I think the Cavs win this game regardless. All right. Now, uh, do it for best bets. You can catch Jay on tomorrow's show with Sean and AC. Hope you guys have yourselves a great week. I'll be back next week with you. Uh, Midweek, we will have shows on Wednesday, uh, Wednesday night for Thursday, Thursday night for Friday, and Monday night for Tuesday. You can catch buckets right here. My thanks to David Payne, our producer, as well as uh, all the guys over at Hutton Jackson and those folks putting this up on YouTube. Thanks for doing that. Check out Jay on Twitter and on YouTube. Check out his YouTube channel. He's giving out plays every day. If you want more of Jay's analysis, catch it over there uh, on his YouTube channel. We'll see you guys again next time. Till then, let's get buckets. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.